You want to find and keep your tribe of raving fans. I want to support that journey. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with your host, Justin Lamb of 360 Media. I explore ways to help you build a more attractive business that finds and keeps your tribe of raving fans. Hey everybody, this is Justin Lamb and you're listening to episode 5 of Digging Deep, season 2 of the Digging Deep Podcast. Hey everybody, you're listening to season two, episode five of the Digging Deep podcast where I help business owners build better businesses. Today, I'm gonna to follow up with a podcast that kind of uh, picks up from where we left off last week. And last week we were overwhelmed here at the studio. We were like hell and high water. Uh, and that's a wonderful place to be for any business. You wanna be busy. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the end of that podcast, I hope we got out of it, was that we, um, although we were busy, you know, we managed to make sure that we delivered everything properly and on time. Uh, and, and that's the important thing. You know, when we're business owners, um, we're going to have ebbs and flows and there's no problem with that. You know, we should embrace that. Um, that gives us that feeling, that adrenaline rush, you know, that alive feeling. And so we should embrace that and be thankful uh, when we do have those moments. And, you know, what today I'm going to share with you a little bit about, you know, how we overcame uh, that hurdle to make sure that we were productive, that we're delivering things and that we weren't spinning our wheels. So at the end of the last week's podcast, you know, I hope you did get out of it that um, entrepreneurship is not just a sprint uh, that you cannot go a hundred percent all the time. It doesn't work. You're going to burn out. And I shared with you, you know, what happened to me uh, in one season where I did burn out because I was going at a hundred percent for so long and your body will just break down. It will tell you that you are not capable of doing it. And I totally advise you not to get to that point. Um, so what do you do? What do you do uh, when you are in like hell and high water mode, when you are slammed, really busy? And, you know, how can you make sure that you're going to come out on the other side in a way that's going to be uh, productive for you and your business uh, and make sure that you have the least sort of amount of carnage as possible uh, behind you after everything's done. So the first thing is you got to know your limits. When you are in high mode, don't add more to your plate. You know, I know a lot of us who are entrepreneurs really want to please everybody, but you please nobody if you can't do your job well. And so you really must take the time to know what your limits are, saying no to new things, saying no, um, you know, if you are trying to get things done in a timely manner, don't put things on your plate that you're not going to be able to complete with excellence. Um, because you're just too overwhelmed and you're going to set yourself up for uh, failure. You're going to set uh, expectations upon yourself that will add further pressure on yourself to complete. And that's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your psychology. It's definitely not healthy for your relationships. So it is uh, my recommendation that you know your limits and set boundaries. So, you know, last week, uh, if I had a client who wanted to come in, I would, would have told them, you know what, you had to wait a week. Uh, I have a few things that I need to get done. Um, and, you know, if you are good at what you do and you are setting those boundaries and expectations, people will be better understanding and they will have a higher respect for you because they know that you know what your limits are 
and that you are committed to delivering excellence. The next thing that you want to do um, when you are in a place where you're super uh, overwhelmed or everything is coming in at all, all at once is to simplify and simply just start uh, the things that you need to do. Now, it is really easy to get paralyzed when you have a ton of things going on. What ends up happening is you get into overwhelm, right? Uh, your cognitive brain is trying to sort everything and it's trying to make logic out of everything. Uh, and it, by doing so, it's it procrastinates. There's a level of fear of wanting to start something. And so rather than starting anything, it just does busy work, you know, like quote unquote busy work. Um, the, that stuff that doesn't move the needle, that stuff that just kind of bides your time, time fillers, uh, things that are not productive, doesn't move the needle forward. And that is an indication that your brain is in paralysis and it's really easy to get there. And then you feel even more overwhelmed because it is the moment where you have the most mental leverage is when you will actually go to do the work. Uh, how many times have you had to write a report or do a presentation and you had lots of time to prepare for it but the honest truth is, is you didn't prepare for it till like the last night beforehand. And then you're just up cramming for it. That's because up until that point, you didn't really have a lot of mental leverage to need to complete it. But when you have a hard deadline in place, you know, that's where everything, you know, kind of accelerates. And so if you're finding yourself that, you know, you're procrastinating, you're doing just busy work, but you're not really moving the needle for whatever the tasks are that you need to complete, that's an indication that your brain is in a place of fear and doesn't have enough mental leverage to go. And so my recommendation for you is to stop, acknowledge that that's happening and simply start, start anywhere. And the funny part is, is, you know, people go, well, you know, I have to start at the beginning. Well, you don't. My recommendation is just start, go full in on whatever it is, start in the middle, doesn't matter because your brain, once it gets flowing, will go into state. And once it's in state and once it's flowing and it'll start to organize itself, you'll start to create the things that are in the beginning or the end. And you're gonna start rearranging all of that stuff. But my recommendation is don't overthink it, just start. Know what the problem is, what you have to complete and just go at it. Go at it from the middle, the side, like off on a tangent, but just start. And by starting, you'll set your brain to focus and where your focus goes, energy flows. And that's what's going to happen. You're going to start to get into state. You're going to start producing the results that you need. And you're going to get out of the quote unquote busy work that is actually not productive. If you're wondering, well, you know, how do I know it's busy work or not? Well, you can start by prioritizing, you know, what is important uh, and, and needs your attention. What is going to move the needle forward. Now you're going to argue and say, well, everything needs my attention. And, and that is true to some degree. Eventually something will need your attention, whether it's dump the garbage or go find a new client or make a new phone call. But what's really going to move the needle for your business? What's going to either bring in revenue, uh, bring in a new person, you know, increase the amount of uh, profit. You know, what is a high priority for your business that's going to move the business one step closer to your mission. Those are the things that we prioritize when you know everything is at stake and it's super, super busy. Don't get caught up in the hamster wheel of the busy work of doing the things that another person who, you know, 
for lack of a better term, is on a lower pay grade than you. Uh, you know, if you're the entrepreneur, your job is really to be the headmaster. You're the person who everybody looks up to, to look ahead and move forward. You shouldn't be stuck with all the busy work. You shouldn't be stuck just dumping the garbage. You shouldn't be stuck calling and answering questions. Like leave those for a, an assistant, leave those for your sales team, whomever is on uh, your roster. And if you don't, and you're constantly in busy mode, then it might be time that you look into hiring your first person. And that's a whole podcast all together. So I'm not going to go there today, but you know, if you're struggling and you're the only person in the business and you're in hell and high water, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's time to bring somebody on. Okay. The next thing is to chunk your time. If you're a person who, um, has a ton of things that you really need to do to move the needle forward. Uh, and you don't know where to start. Uh, and, but you want to get everything done. My suggestion is after you simplify and start chunk your time. Okay. Allocate a specific amount of time for you to go and do. And when it's done, stop, stop the timer, get out of the, the, the mode and move on to the next thing and get into state. The reason why is because when you go for a very, you know, hard sprint doing, you know, one piece, the minute that you decide to stop, your brain is still working on it. So actually, in a sense, it's, it's giving you an opportunity to continue pondering, letting your mind kind of percolate through it. And it's going to process that stuff, even though you're on to the next task. So I always recommend chunking it's really easy for somebody to get really caught up and then all of a sudden lose all track of time and they've completed one thing, but they've done it to perfection. But then because of that, they left everything else in the carnage behind them that should have been done in tandem. So is my recommendation is like, if you have four or five really important things then you're gonna allocate a chunk of time for each one, one hour, two hours, half an hour, whatever it might be, you chunk the time up and says, you know, I'm going to give it everything that I have for this next half hour um, because I have these other things that need to be done, right? You know, so then you're going to go hardcore. You set that timer. When the timer goes off, you stop. Your brain will continue working on it. So don't worry about it. In fact, um, because you're doing that, what you're going to be able to do is let your brain continue to percolate on the thoughts have a little bit more clarity, especially if you're not going to touch it for another 24 hour period and you're going to come back the next day to do another chunk, your brain will constantly work and you're going to be more productive overall than trying to rack your brain and, you know, getting things like writer's block or, you know, getting stuck on design or whatever, where you're just burning time because you're frustrated. It's time to like, just put it down. And chunking has been so valuable in my business and all last week that's what i did i put things into chunks like i would record videos in a chunk of time and after that chunk of time i would go and either start to write content or i would go and you know service a client's thing and i'll do that for an hour and then i will go and do something else for an hour and then you'll know, read for an hour but then I know that my brain was working because the next time, the next day when it came back, I would sit down and pick up where I left off and I would have really fresh thoughts and a better perspective. Um, you know, some, some things that give us time to kind of look at the logistical parts of say a, a marketing campaign, you know, 
you're not going to do your best work when you're under high stress. You're just going to get work done. So getting the chance to unload for a little bit, taking a step back, going to do something else and coming back to it where is going to be ultimately more creative and more productive for you. You're actually going to have higher quality work by chunking the time out. Um, if you're prioritizing and making sure that you're not wasting time doing busy things or, you know, being frustrated and kind of sitting, spinning your wheels. The next thing is to get into execution. It is really easy to spend a lot of your time planning and planning is important to some degree, but you need to execute. And, you know, my philosophy is really go all in. If you have an idea, you've made a plan, do one thing towards the achievement of that goal. This is a piece that I learned from Tony Robbins. Um, it is something I use tremendously over the last decade, and it is a wonderful tool. Um, it is really about, it is really what we do naturally. I mean, you know, when you want something done, you're going to start to do one thing towards its ach achievement, right? But by doing that, by doing the execution, it gets you over the first mental hurdle. And that's the paralysis of, you know, where do I start? What do I do? Execute, just do something towards it. You know, if it's sticky notes on a wall and, or just writing that first line of code or, you know, writing the first copy, this is not a time to correct on the, like in front of yourself. This is time to really like, just, just go all in, write, uh, do everything. And don't worry about what it is that you're doing. Audit it later. So you'll get into flow state when you're, when you're into it, because if you're chunking your time, you're going to maximize that time by like literally throwing everything at the wall. Anything that comes through your brain goes through your fingers. Uh, it will allow you to have so much more information, so many more options. And you can always go back and audit, audit the next day. You know, it'll give your chance, your brain to sort of pre-sort out the thoughts while you're sleeping. And then you're going to come back to that and you're going to have better clarity because you've laid it all out on the table. When you're sitting there trying to, you know, write something and then go correct it and then alter it and then correct it again. And then, you know, look up a reference or whatever, you're breaking up valuable time for you to be in flow state. So my recommendation is get into flow state, go all out, write everything, do everything. Don't worry about what it is you're writing, audit the next day in the next chunk. And you're going to find that you're going to have way more creativity. Uh, it's something that we did and that's allowed us to, you know, create these, you know, marketing ideas and whatnot, because I threw everything at the wall and then I started to curate them down. Uh, and that's when I got to present that to a client. Um, after that being said, you know, in terms of execution and then chunking your time, even though you're busy, my recommendation is to schedule and scheduling is the important part. Schedule in a segment of time in your day to mentally unload. Okay, mentally unloading is time for yourself, whether that's exercise or meditation, going for a walk, schedule time for yourself. Do not get into the habit of telling yourself that you're too busy to go do it because you're going to continue working on that. Your brain is going to continue working on it while you're on that walk, while you're doing push-ups, while you're meditating, your brain will continue to work on it. Let it do so. But by taking the time to mentally unload, you're going to reduce the cortisol 
in your body. You're going to reduce the level of stress and you're going to start to have clarity. You're going to move the blood through your system. That is really, really key. Giving yourself a chance to breathe because you're in the sprint mode. And even if you're sprinting, you need time to kind of take a quick breather at the end of the first sprint before you go into the next one. If you're doing wind sprints, you know, you do them for a short period of time. You still need a quick breather. You need that 30 seconds, you know, one minute in between. In this case, you know, you're working for hours on end. So take 30 minutes, take 10 minutes, schedule the time in to mentally unload. And that's going to leap, reap you huge dividends uh, and, and improve the psychology and reduce the, the chances of burnout. Uh, you'll, you'll probably extend yourself a little bit longer. Not saying that you should do this for definitely, but this is definitely a tool that I utilize. It was, you know, for me, it was meditation uh, and then a walk, uh, but, you know, scheduling in the time to mentally unload. So what do you do after the sprint is over? The sprint is done. You've done all this hard work and that's me this week. Um, you know, what do we do? So we reflect, you know, what did we do well? And you need to celebrate that. If you don't celebrate the wins, um, you're not going to understand. You're not going to be able to fully appreciate when you win big. You're not going to appreciate um, all the hard work. You're just going to get stuck in the trap of what's next. And, you know, entrepreneurs generally, we, we don't know how to celebrate. And that's something that I learned over the last four or five years is we really do have to learn to celebrate the small micro victories that we waded through. We made it out in spades. You know, we did 100%. You know, that's really super important. So what did we do well? reflect about that. Then look at what could we have systemized in the process? What things did we do over and over again during this peak season that I could use or create a process that reduces the amount of time that that happens? And in my case, you know, I saw opportunities to add some videos into the customer journey aspect of some of our, our business. And, you know, it was ways to answer questions, creating FAQs, um, helping empower our employees. And I think that's super important. You know, take the time to go, hey, you know, now that we've done the sprint, what type of ways could we improve the system? Don't just let the sprint be a sprint because you're going to keep doing this same sprint over again. And that's not what you want to do. You want to improve and you want to slowly change the type of sprints that you're doing and then having systems in place that then take those over. And then look at what was not necessary. What things happen or, you know, things that you delegated that really didn't move the needle, didn't, didn't, didn't make an impact at all. Those are things that you need to cut out, trim the fat, you know, businesses like to add bloat to it because it makes them feel more significant, makes them feel bigger. Um, but bloat is real. Like, you know, bloat, it happens when we're procrastinating, when we feel like there's a level of fear. We start buying things. We start doing things, you know, that make it seem like we're being productive, but they're actually counterproductive. They're diluting what is strong and they're taking your time and attention away from things that are generating you money um, and, or, you know, success. So, you know, when the sprint is over, look at what type of things happen that you could trim the fat on in terms of production um, or execution. And that'll make your operation leaner, it'll improve your bottom line revenue or bottom line expenses. Uh, and then of course the top line revenue, uh, if, if it helps generate more leads or whatever, um, you know, you could focus that energy where, you know, it was being lost in 
mundane work or in counterproductive work, you're going to take that time the next time that comes around and put that to something more productive where it's going to generate you more revenue, maybe a better marketing campaign, maybe a few, you know, more hours to spend on deliveries to, you know, make a few extra phone calls, whatever might be in the case of your business. So remember the sprints are always going to happen. Don't worry. Be happy about it. When you get them, be gracious about it. Have gratitude when that happens, because, you know, that means that this is a time for you to learn a lesson that is so valuable. That's going to help you. It's the universe basically telling you, Hey, pay attention. I'm giving you a high stress load. This is your time to see how you can come out of it better. So take that opportunity to look at what happened, improve the processes, Make sure that you're moving the needle forward and going closer towards your mission and not burning up that time doing things that are, you know, not relative to the final destination. And by doing that, you're going to have more success, less overall stress the next time that comes around because you'll know that what was effective stays and what wasn't not effective will get trimmed. So that's it for today's podcast. I hope that it was helpful for you guys. Uh, I really do appreciate it if you stayed all the way to the very end. Super big thank you to you. Make sure that you tag us on uh, Instagram at our new um, Instagram handle at Tactical uh, <clears throat> at Tactical Titans, uh, where we're trying to now grow the the educational platform for us. Uh, we are like just a week or so away from me launching the very first course uh, about mindset. So if you are interested in how to level up your game. Uh, and how to conquer some of those demons that are inside your head, or even just to understand, you know, what type of demons exist uh, that you might not even be aware uh, that are surrounding your day-to-day -day decision. This will be the course for you. I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. This is my free version for you guys. I really hope that uh, you guys join me on that. Sign up uh, for notifications uh, at tacticalprogram.com, and we will see you next week. Until next time, have a great day, guys. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Your time is valuable, and I'm deeply humbled that you're spending that time with me. I want to make this channel something really great, something you can really enjoy and get a lot of value out of. So if you have any suggestions or comments, please connect with me and let me know. If you enjoyed this content, I'd love it if you'd share it with somebody else, and if you'd leave a comment on iTunes for me. This helps me rank higher on the search engines. And as always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into marketing and business. Until next time, have a great day.